PM board bombs. Now, here's doctors Iltafat Hussein and Blake Briggs. Hey, welcome back to another EM Board Bombs podcast, where board studying continues to be different under our tutelage. I am Iltafat <laughs> Hussein. I'm joined today by Dr. Blake Briggs. Yes, our royal auspices. <laughs> hey, this is a continuing series of a collaboration that we have with ASEP's peer board review. They give us questions from their pretty awesome database and we lend them our voices. We bring life to these questions. <laughs> for every 15 minute episode, we drop high yield board knowledge. Hey, come for the STEM, stay for the content. If you've been following us long enough, you know that's our catchphrase. Sign up on our website, emboardbombs.com. We've got a pretty awesome airway module on there that allows you to see a bunch of pediatric and adult live airways you can follow us on twitter at em board bombs and instagram hey dr briggs are you ready for the next topic assistant professor briggs is ready oh that's right you would you would do that yeah, july starts yeah chopping at the bit you're just are you adding that title to every email now did you did you go in and just change that you change yeah. your signature yeah and it yeah. also ends in esquire still <laughs> Uh, let's start this topic. I'm not super excited about hey, it. I'm hey, sorry. hey, you need, you need to take a step back. Collect I do. Your, collect yourself. I'm just not excited. All right, look, here it is. You're caring for a seven-year-old male who presents with left arm pain. Earlier today, while playing cops and robbers with his older sister, he attempted to swipe his hoverboard on a quest to beat her back to the house so he could then steal her ipad and watch other kids play with toys on youtube hashtag ryan's world hashtag seven-year-old making millions hashtag if you don't know what that is go read the wall you know washington post article however he soon lost his balance and fell onto his left arm his sister caught up but when attempting to handcuff him remember the game they were playing he had severe left arm pain for a patient with a proximal ulnar fracture what associated dislocation often occurs, and what is the common name for this injury? Oh, no. It's this question. Yes. You know, know people's hearts are sinking when they see that. They're just sinking, and people are, like, tuning us out, and they're just like, <laughs> you know, they're, they're saying, you know what, I'm going to go listen to NPR. I'm going to go watch Ryan's World. Or I'm going to go listen to Joe Rogan now, and or, you know, go go listen to InfoWars. Right. I mean, that's just what they're that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. They're tuning out. But yeah. we're going to try to make this fun as much as we can. And, you know, so a the common name for this injury, right? A distal radial dislocation, Galeazzi injury, B distal radial dislocation, Montesia injury, C proximal radial dislocation, Galeazzi injury, <laughs> D proximal <laughs> radial dislocation. Montesia. <laughs> it took a lot of effort. To I know get you were pausing like at least a second before saying. <laughs> I that. know. I mean, we phonetically like look this up. We try to do our best. I hate it when people can't pronounce my first name. I tried. Yeah. I really did. The Italians out there, I tried. Yeah, I know. Put you, effort you have an Italian name too. I mean, Iltafat, that is an Italian on. name. Moving on. Correct answer is what? I'm trying to say D in an Italian accent. I can't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Choice D. Don't do it. 
Ah, these are the Montesia and the Galeazzi injuries that we often learn about. These were both uh, Italian um, orthopedic surgeons who practiced back in the day, uh, 1700s, 1800s. Those are the good old days of medicine. Oh, jeez. And what do you call it, medicine, back then? What do you call um, it? Witchcraft. But the funniest thing about this is that haven't you ever talked to doctors when you're training the older ones? Like, yeah, that was when I had the good old days when I was working. I know. I know. I, <sighs> it's always the good old days, like the older you get. It really is. Yeah. I don't know if there were good old days before penicillin. Hey, so the answer choice here, answer choice here, this patient, yeah, yeah. just to review, had a proximal ulnar fracture with a dislocation that they want you to know with it. And of course, Correct. everyone knows, even with reading that, like, oh yeah, it's one of those Italian names. It, it is, but hey, one key thing, before everyone tunes this out and goes to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast or InfoWars or NPR, <laughs> uh, please just wait, because we are going to teach you an easy way to remember yeah, we this. Yeah, got, we got some good ways to remember this. We got and some good ways. This is the, one of those questions that will be on the test forever. 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 So... You're just going to have to know it. So the answer was choice D because of the proximal ulnar fracture, you would expect a proximal radial dislocation, which is a Montesia injury. Do you like that? Montesia. That's true. Giovanni that's Battista Montesia. Battista. Yeah. And then it was Ricardo Galeazzi. Yeah. I wish he had a middle name. When I listen to this back, it's just going to sound horrendous. I apologize to my Italian colleagues. That's embarrassing because my, my grandfather was from Italy. Yeah. All right. Mine wasn't, Blake. But yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Continue. The complete fracture of a forearm bone is rarely isolated. So if you have any fracture of the proximal ulna, you should raise suspicion for concurrent dislocation of the radial head at the elbow. This is a Montesia injury. The most commonly injured nerve in the Montesia is a posterior interosseous nerve. Remember that one? That's a branch oh. of which one? Oh. Radial nerve. I don't, I don't even want to get into this. We have to I know really it, though. Don't. I really don't. I really they, just have, don't. they have to know the nerve, though. They absolutely have to know the nerve. You're right. You're right. You, you do. And you need to know the distribution as well. And you need to know if there's any neuromuscular compromise. Listen, I know, I know that you may not be feeling it, but our listeners, we owe it to them. You're right. You're right. You know, I just need to buck up. Yeah, and, come on. Let's go. You know, jump on the wagon. Let's go. All right, let's do this. Let's, let's go. go. All right. So you got to remember to assess extension of the digits in the affected hand because sensation is rarely affected but it can happen with this nerve injury but of course you all know any type of hand or forearm or upper extremity injury you're going to be testing neurovascular function anyway and whatever way you do that just make sure you're consistent and thorough so here's the mnemonic we're going to use and we're going to cite this at the end of the podcast to give proper citation i did not come up with this but i think it's a fantastic mnemonic it's the one i use uh, for this test question to think about these type of injuries it's going to be watch out for the mugger at night Mugger meaning M-U-G-R. So the M-U part is going to be Montiasia, and the U corresponds to ulna. The G-R portion is going to be Galeazzi, and the R portion is going to be the radius. So automatically, this one word, mugger, helps you know which forearm bone is fractured. So in Montiasia, you have an ulnar fracture. In Galeazzi, you have a radial fracture. And for Harry Potter fans, you can kind of think about this like uh, a muggle. <laughs> All right. Well, we've we've done full circle already this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. All right. This is what happens. All right. So let's finish this. So Montiasia ends with what letter, Iltvot? So 
it ends, you know, Montasia, right? Ends in A. The letter of the so, day. <laughs> the letter of the day. Yeah, so the cool part about this is that Montasia ends in A and Galeazzi sort of ends in Z. <laughs> and so you remember A to Z, and the A portion of Montasia reminds you, okay, A thinks proximal form injury, Z is distal. A proximal, Z distal. So let's put it all together one more time. Mugger, you have MU, which is Montasia. The U is for ulnar fracture. And then the last letter of Montasia is A. So that reminds you proximal form injury. Galeazzi, G, R, part of mugger. The R is radius. That's a radius fracture. And the Z, the letter, corresponds to distal forearm injury. Right. We all good? We're good. And I think we're going to throw out a tweet as well of this. And yeah, of this will be on one of our forums as well. So you guys can see it. If you see it, if you're more of a visual learner, yeah, you'll um, it really it. makes a lot of sense. And honestly, just these two lines, if you remember, you will you'll do fine. fine. And remembering which fine. one is which. Yep. Uh, last couple things here. What do we do with these fractures? So patients with Montiasia injuries who are neurovascular intact, they still need an orthopedic consult in the ER. And this is due to the fact that they will likely need very soon operative fixation, probably not emergently, but soon. And so it's good right. to have those patients quickly follow up. So if you're in the community and you don't have on-call ortho, then obviously following up in clinic the next day would be reasonable. Um, anything open, of course, immediately seen by ortho in the ED. We all know that. Galeazzi injury will also need an ortho consult as well sooner rather than later to schedule operative fixation. Yeah, really the two things that come out of this, I think that are kind of the hidden pearls here, is that one, um, one, one point that I feel like learners, especially early on, forget is that isolated one bone fractures of the forearm are extremely rare. And Correct. if you have one fracture of the forearm, you need to look for another fracture or a dislocation somewhere. Um, you just need to have be very suspicious, especially in adults. One more thing that I want to mention also is that, remember, foosh, foosh. Foosh injuries. Oh, man. Foosh injuries, the most common arm fracture in adults is what? No idea. Radio head fracture. So radio head fractures are the most common. Foosh injuries in adults. So we have to keep that in mind in terms of arm fractures that are common. So you all should be looking for that anyway. And the x-ray is going to be negative early on. Yeah, and please, and please, for radial head fractures, don't don't put them in a cast. Please. Yeah, don't do that. That's bad. Don't do that. Just all right. We're not going to go through the choices why they're wrong. They're just wrong. <laughs> is that good enough? No, we should. I mean, look. No, what this are we going to say? What are we going to say? No, you're right. You're right. We, we should. We, we owe it to our listeners to go through why the others are wrong. Because at the end of the day, this is something where it's not sexy to remember this stuff. However, um, you know, if you do remember it, you'll get at least two questions right okay, on the board. Okay, okay. Let me just and read through it. it's pretty straightforward. All right. So let's, just, let's try to through it. Let's just get through it. All right. So choices A and B were wrong because Montiasia injuries are not associated with dislocation of the distal radius. Montiasia injuries are rather associated with dislocation of the proximal radius, and they require operative fixation. Remember the word mugger, M-U, Montiasia, proximal ulnar. And remember how it ends, right? Yep. M-U, where it ends in A, right? Montasia, mm-hmm. right? Proximal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Choice C was wrong because proximal radial dislocation with a concurrent ulnar fracture is a Montasia injury. Galeazzi injury is all distal. Remember, it's a mid-shaft radial fracture and a distal radial ulnar joint dislocation. Right. Grr. 
G-R, right? Remember that, Mm -hmm. how it ends, Z, distal, Mm -hmm. think that. So in summary, Montiage injuries occur when you have a proximal ulnar fracture associated radial head dislocation. The most common nerve injured is the radial nerve. You want to get really specific here, which I don't think the test is going to get this specific. Posterior interosseous nerve, that's a branch of the radial nerve. So remember, radial nerve is the most common nerve injured in a Montiage fracture. Right. I do think the way that they would ask you this is to know, first of all, which is which, right? And the associated fracture, but also Mm -hmm. what's the next best step when it comes to imaging as well. Mm -hmm. It would be another way uh, for them to present this case to you. You got it. I'm going to have some pizza and spaghetti now. I think we deserve some intense carbs after having to go through that. And I hope people appreciate the sacrifices we made to do a question that, you know, is necessary. Uh, but not fun. For the common good. Yeah, for the common good, right? Yeah. But you know what? I don't think we're going to get any anything for it. We might. Yeah, you we know, might. Feel, maybe we can ask our thousands of Twitter followers um, to yeah to give us give us some love. How about that? Hey, that's another board bomb delivered. Uh, we really appreciate this collaboration that we have with ASAP. It's been a lot of fun uh, with their peer questions. We're going to have a dedicated page on ASAP's website uh, that's going to link out to some of the podcasts that we're doing. Find us on Twitter at EM Board Bombs. We're blowing up there. We're on Instagram as well. Drop us an Apple review. We really appreciate them. Some of the most recent Apple reviews are very nice. Again, very courteous. Really very courteous. Those. Yeah, very courteous. Just, you know, they make you feel good. They make you yeah. feel good. If if you have criticism for the podcast, just, save it to yourself. Uh, yeah, save it to yourself. Yeah, this is a, this is a rough year already. We don't really want to hear that. Yeah, we don't want it. exactly. Yeah. We we do this just to make ourselves feel good. Yeah, all right. We, yeah. Exactly. We don't. We don't. We actually post them our ceiling, and I look up and I go to sleep at night and I look at them. Exactly. That, yeah. That's all we do. Any criticism, we just don't want to deal with it. All right. <laughs> it breaks our fragile egos. It does. It does. All right. Thanks. We're gonna be back next time from Mobile. Caroline. Signing off. Signing.